Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Mellinger, a business coach for women who want to make big impact in this world. In this podcast, we will cover the business strategy behind creating aligned, authentic, and empowering service-based businesses. We'll cover the spirituality as well, all the weird, the woo, and the mindset behind showing up as your full self. And of course, we'll discuss female empowerment and embodiment to tap into all of your beautiful magic. We all have so much power, wisdom, and magic to share, but are institutionally taught not to. This podcast is your resource, your opportunity, and your support system to show up fully as the magical creature you are and to love doing it. I'm so excited and honored to be with you today, so let's go ahead and get started. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am very excited for this one, and I feel like I say that every week because I am always excited, but this week is a little bit special. So the week that this episode airs will be the second anniversary of working for myself under my own name. And I want to share with you some of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the past two years for two reasons. First reason is to show some camaraderie. If you're going through similar situations or you have gone through similar situations, I want you to know that you're not alone. That whatever shit show you think you have seen, that you are not the only person that has gone through that or has had those feelings or those thoughts before. Because let's face it, entrepreneurship can feel really lonely. And then the second reason is to help you out, give you some insight, hopefully help you avoid some of the uh, bigger lessons or at least help you to learn them in a softer, more gentle and caring way than perhaps I did learn some of them. So before we get into the lessons that I've learned, I just want to do a shout out to all of the amazing people who have helped me get to where I am today. These lessons that I'm going to share in a minute and everything that I have built or accomplished was not done alone. So very special shout out to my husband, my best friend, my biggest supporter who has held me through all of the freak outs and the crying sessions, who has jumped up and down with me like a little girl when I'm excited about something and has been there for all of the in-between. I will forever love you. Thank you, my dear sweet John. And then to all of my coaches and mentors, my soul sisters, the women who have supported me and helped me to grow and helped me to learn, you are... Way, way too many to count out, but very special shout out to all of you as well and a big hug because I have not done this alone. I have worked with so many amazing coaches and mentors and healers to work through on personal level and professional level. So thank you. And for the listener, Thank you guys for being a part of this. This podcast is such a special passion project for me. Honestly, it's a way to get the message out there. And it's also a way for me to step into my own power and to show more of myself. Um, As funny as that sounds, since you literally never see me, but... (laughs) 
but but thank you for being here and allowing me to be a part of your journey as well. I it means the world to me as we'll cover this this business of mine is more than just a way to make money. This is very much a soul's mission. This is a lifetime work that has been going on for many, many lifetimes before. But this is this is really special. So thank you guys for being with me today and for being with me in whatever way that you are part of my community and allowing me to be a part of your world. It really, truly is an honor. All right, so with all of the mushiness out of the way, let's go ahead and dig into some of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years as an entrepreneur. First and foremost, and I feel like a lot of these are going to be very closely related, but first and foremost, you get to decide what the fuck your business looks like. There is so much noise out there about you need to have this strategy, you need to be on this platform, you need to promote this many times, have this number of offers, have this price point, have an email list and have a da 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 And there's so much noise that it really does become disconcerting and very difficult, especially when you are brand new to entrepreneurship and working for yourself and putting yourself out there in this way it's really difficult to clear out the clutter and know that really at the end of the day, there's very little you have to do, right? There are very few quote unquote right ways to do something. As far as like a marketing or the type of offers that you have or the strategies, that stuff is all all 100% up to you. I'm not going to say it has taken me the whole two years because it has not. But for the first few months of my business and then pockets of time here and there, I've definitely had this feeling of like, well, shit, I need to do this a very specific way, right? When I was starting out, my background is corporate. My background is very, very cut and dry, right? you sell hotel rooms a certain way. The For anyone who's new here, I used to sell hotel rooms for a large hospitality company. There were, you know, we had several different levers to sell the rooms, but at the end of the day, it was typically a, a price point perspective or a package perspective. There were only so many different things that we could do and very specific strategies. So trying to take that mentality of, okay, here is a very clear rule book of how we're going to do things and this is how it's going to go. And knowing that if A, B, and C didn't work, that we could go on to D, E, and F and that that would work or we could make adjustments and continue going down the alphabet, right? In entrepreneurship, that's not really the case. It's... (laughs) There are some playbooks that are very clear, but for the most part, especially starting out, like you just got to throw some shit at the wall and see what works. And that has been something that has served me very well now that I understand it. Now that I really incorporate that idea of like, nope, I am the owner. I am the CEO of my business. It's not just that I'm a coach, right? I am also a CEO. 
and being able to really step into and understand over the years what that means and understanding that that's not just a title that I get to call myself because I founded my LLC, right? That is a role. That is an ownership and a radical responsibility to my vision, to my community, to my hopes, dreams, and goals to step up and get it done. Which means I don't get to put myself in a place of playing small. So the first, the first big lesson is you get to decide what your business looks like. And you have to follow up with it. There is no one else coming. As a solopreneur, there is no one else coming to save your ass from procrastination, from perfectionism, from limiting beliefs, from all this self-sabotaging behavior. Now, there are support systems. I highly encourage you to get a support system in place, whether it's an accountability partner, a coach, but it's your responsibility. So in the same vein of you get to decide what your business looks like, it's also you are the only one deciding what your business looks like. So if you're banging your head against a wall trying to promote something or put an offer out there or do something that you really at the end of the day don't wanna do, but you're doing it because you think you have to, no one is gonna come and tell you, hey, you don't have to do it, like what if we do it this way? As the owner, as the CEO, it's your responsibility to really take that and own it. So that's the first one. The second one, and I've touched on this already, I hinted at this, is the non-negotiable need for a support system. I am an incredibly independent person and have a lot of conditioning or had, I've worked through quite a bit of it, had a lot of conditioning around self-worth, having to do things myself, having to be self-sustainable, right? Not asking other people for help. So for much of my life, I have worked very hard to make sure that in no way have I needed to rely on another person, that I could do it all myself, that I dealt with it, right? You, you did the shit that needed to get done and you moved forward. That one doesn't typically work for most people in reality anyway, but especially for an entrepreneur, you might be able to bang your head through the wall and get this stuff done but it's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take way more time. And it's really honestly gonna kill your passion a little bit if you insist on doing all of it yourself. I will say that I have been very fortunate to work with amazing people since the day almost that I opened my business. I you know, registered my business in August of 2020 and I think the end of August or maybe like the first week in September, I had an astrology reading, which was, I've never done that before in my life. I had this astrology um, reading with this coach who like read through, you know, my big three, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your ascendant really worked through and taught me like the very basics. It was a, it was a very basic reading, but 
how to read my chart, what it meant, how to use that information to propel me forward. And at the end of the, I think it was a 60 or 90 minute session, I knew that I had to work with her. I knew that she was going to be able to help me. So almost the entire time of my business, I have had a coach, whether it was a one-on-one coach or a group program that I was in, I've always had that person that I could rely on, that I could go to for questions, that I could get help with or support or just the accountability. And I know that if I hadn't, quote unquote, randomly, because I don't believe in coincidences, but if I hadn't found Sierra to have that astrology reading, it would have taken me much longer to learn a lot of the things that I learned. It's not just one person, right? Now, I will say, minimum, you need one person, one person in your corner who is going to understand it. Now, there are many different people that you can have in your network, that that you can have in your support community. I really encourage you to have multiple types of people in that support team. Definitely, if you if you have a partner, include your partner in that. Like I said, I started this off with a huge shout out to my husband because he really truly is my biggest supporter and my best friend and the person who I go to for pretty much everything minus like, hey, how do you get Kajabi to do this thing, right? Like he doesn't know the tech stuff, but he can help me with everything else. Um, and just having having that that safe space that I can go to him and talk about whatever's going on, whether it makes rational sense or not, right? Like a lot of the fears we have as entrepreneurs are not gonna make rational sense to a lot of people and that's fine. But have more than just your partner or your best friend. And this doesn't have to, I don't mean like romantic partner. It can be a best friend. It can, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. But have having your partner be on your side is always really beneficial because it's also not putting that strain of like, oh, well, they don't believe in me and da, da, da. So the partner is great, but you need more than that. I encourage you to have someone, another entrepreneur. It doesn't have to be someone in your industry. If you're a coach, it doesn't have to be another coach. If you're a healer, it doesn't have to be another healer. But having somebody who is an entrepreneur who understands this chaotic path that you've chosen or that has chosen you is really critical Because as much as your partners or your friends from your corporate life or your friends from high school can understand your past and how that is impacting you today, if they're not in the well, if they're not in the world of making money for themselves, of not necessarily having a stable income and putting yourself out there in a very vulnerable space. It's a different type of understanding. So build up your professional network of supporters as well. For women, I highly, highly cannot highly enough recommend having other women who support you. And not just other women who will share your posts or 
you know, boost your Instagram or your Facebook engagement, but people that you can really connect with, people that you can send a message to or a text or an email of like, hey, today feels really hard. Today I'm really struggling with the fears and the self-sabotage and the procrastination and the perfectionism. Have those relationships, build those relationships where you are there for each other. And I specifically say women need women because we do. We we are a species created for community. As a as a woman, we need, we crave, we desire that community. Put a woman as an entrepreneur where it's already a, a lonely atmosphere because most entrepreneurs or solopreneurs are going to work from home or going to work primarily by themselves. And if you're new in business, you're probably not going to have any kind of like VA or social media manager or anyone like that. So have women who understand, who support, who can hold you accountable, who can pat you on the back, whether it's in person or virtually, and who really understand what's going on. So first and foremost, if your partner, if you have a partner or a best friend or something like that, have them in your corner if you can. And then build up a professional network of other entrepreneurs who understand it. And I'm going to get even more specific with the entrepreneur piece. It is, I look, man, I'm, I'm a business mentor, right? I'm a confidence coach. I work with women at all different levels in their business. And it's great to have people who are quote unquote ahead of you, whether they've been in business longer, whether they're making more money than you, whether they're more established than you, whatever. But don't only surround yourself with other entrepreneurs who are light years ahead of you. They're great. I follow multiple different accounts. I am friends with multiple different people who are years ahead of me in business and who are hundreds of thousands of dollars ahead of me in business revenue. I also have more friendships and more relationships with people who are closer to where I'm at because those, I don't want to call them further ahead, but those other entrepreneurs who are a little bit further ahead are great and they get it, and they're awesome to learn from, and they're great to have in your corner. And also, they may be a little too disconnected from your current reality to be able to really fully remember what it's like. If they are seven, eight years in business, and you are six months, it is a very different ballgame. The, the stuff that you focus on, the stuff that you worry about, the mindset stuff, it's a very different ball game. So be sure, yes, connect with those people, have them on your support team, have them in your network, absolutely. But also make sure that you have fellow entrepreneurs who are in a similar spot as you, that are in a similar phase, 
Because when you're having those days of self-sabotage of like, well, shit, I have a million things I need to get done. But this fear of failure, this fear of rejection is coming up so big that I cannot stop staring at my freaking Canva screen. The other entrepreneur that's six months or nine months or 12 months into their business is going to understand that a little bit more intimately than the coach that's been in business seven years and has a social media manager and a virtual assistant and a team that works on her copy, right? So have a solid support team across the board. People who are going to be in a similar spot than you, people who are a little bit further ahead than you, people who will hold you accountable, right? And these don't have to be paid relationships. If you can have a coach, if having a coach is something that's important to you, by all means, go for that coach, go for that healer, go for those different sessions where as things come up, you're like, oh, okay, um, I, I really need help regulating my nervous system. I'm gonna go listen to Masha Kay, right? That she was our guest a couple of weeks ago on this podcast. Or, you know, I'm having a lot of past life stuff come up and fears and things around that. So I think I'm gonna have a past life clearing done. Those are also, whether it's one time or every three months, those are also members of your support team. And then... I would also invite you, if you are of this spiritual nature, if you believe in God, angels, animal guides, any of that kind of stuff, anything larger than you, I would encourage you to also build up those relationships, whether it is God or source, universe, angels, your higher self, whatever your terminology is, that is also part of your support system. That is also someone or something that you can go to and ask for guidance, pull oracle cards, build up a a ritual or a practice of meditation, getting in touch with your higher self, letting that channel through, and just remembering that whatever that is for you, whether that is God or an angel um, universe, some swirling mass ladybug, I don't fucking know. Have a relationship and remember that you can always go to them for support, that you can always ask them for support because they're there for you. And there have been so many countless, countless times over the last two years where whether, whether it's temporary, a couple of minutes, or it has lasted weeks on end, if I didn't have a support system, if I didn't have a coach who was helping me step by step, if I didn't have um, soul sisters who I could reach out to and be like, I am really struggling with this, I'm honestly not sure I would still be in business. No, and I don't say that in any form of like, oh my gosh, I like couldn't have done this without them. But very much in a realistic, there have been several times over the past two years, whether it's been business related or not, where it's just really hard, right? We're humans at the end of all of this. And sometimes it's really fucking hard to be a human and run a business. 
sometimes it's really fucking hard to just be a human. But having that support system, being able to go to my coaches and say, hey, like this doesn't feel right anymore. I need a pivot, but I'm scared to pivot. And having those really honest conversations with them, that has saved the business, right? Or being able to go to some of my soul sisters and being like, hey, so um, I feel like there's some weird karmic ties. Does anyone have any recommendations for like past life healers or, you know, past life regressionists or anyone like that? And being able to go to someone who's been vetted, who I know that I can trust right away, those things have been beyond critical to the success of my business and also to just like my own sanity as a human being and as an entrepreneur. So maybe that should have been the the very first lesson. I don't know. But the second what the second big lesson that I've learned here is you need to have a support system and don't just have a support system. Use the fuck out of that support system. Like you want those people in your text message favorites or like pinned to your messages or your favorite, like favorited in your email. You want to be in frequent conversation with them, keeping them updated. And also that goes two ways, right? It's not just using people. It's about really building those relationships and knowing that as much as they help you, you help them back. The next big lesson would be, (laughs) this has been an extremely painful one for me to learn, would be that life is not your business. That as much as this may be a soul's calling for you or purpose work or the reason that you're here, life is more than your business. And I say that this has been an extremely painful one to learn because again, I have been a high achiever, fiercely independent and incredibly ambitious woman my whole life, right? I had dreams of building a huge spa resort compound when I was eight years old and ran with it for the next 20 years. To say that I have focused on big goals my whole life and done what needed to be done to achieve them is an understatement. When you get into working for yourself, where you get to do all the fun things like build your own schedule and structure your day and set your own deadlines and figure out, you know, how you want to spend your time and how you're going to show up and implement all of these big, beautiful ideas that you have. Those are all awesome perks of being an entrepreneur, right? They also bring a lot of responsibility, And they bring a lot of the, okay, I have so many things I need to get done and I have so many ideas and I have to implement them all and I need to make money and I need to sell this offer and I need the chaos train that happens (laughs) when you allow all of this stuff to just go off the rails. It's incredibly easy to lose track or lose sight of what it is that you're working towards. I <laughs> I feel like I've learned this lesson so many times 
in business over just two years, but I'm sure my guides are just like sitting there laughing at me and be like, no, bitch, the reason you keep learning it is because you haven't fully learned this lesson yet. Um, so <laughs> full transparency, I'm actively working on this one as I record this episode, but your, your business is not your life. As big as your business is, as life-changing, as world-changing, as much impact and influence and change your business is going to bring about for as much good as it's going to bring about, it is not actually your sole purpose for being here. And it should not be the sole focus of your life. A lot of the times when we get so focused on I have to get this offer out there. I have to get this email done. I have to create this and I have to do this and I have to da 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 It's because of lack. It's because of scarcity. It's because of that fear of not being enough or that fear of failure, rejection, right? All of these things that we've talked about before. When we stop keeping our focus on the big picture, when we stop, and allow all of the minutiae, all of the mundane to start to take over, we lose sight of ourselves first. We lose, we are giving our power away second, right? It's no longer, okay, these are the things I need to get done to bring my vision into reality. Instead, it's here are all the things I need to do in order to prove that I'm enough, in order to prove that I've got this under control. Whether that's proving it to yourself or proving that to other people or both, your business is not your life. And I've had periods of time where I am, I've worked 60, 70 hours a week for weeks on end. Like there, there will absolutely, there may absolutely be times where like for a launch or a big project or something like that, yeah, you, you put in the hours, but for weeks on end, because I kept looking at my to-do list thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to get it done. I need to get all of this done right now. I have all these ideas. I got to get them out there. What, ha what happens if I don't make my income goal this month? What happens if I don't sign a new client or that this new launch doesn't go anywhere, right? Like what happens? Oh my God. Where in reality, your business is a tool to support your vision. I don't know about you, but there is no freaking vision of mine where I am busting my ass 70 hours a week for weeks on end to wake up in the morning feed my dogs, maybe eat breakfast, go work for 10 hours, you know, have dinner, walk my dogs, and then fucking work some more before falling into bed exhausted and still not sleeping because of anxiety. That is a life I left. That is a life that I intentionally, deliberately chose to leave behind. There have absolutely been times where I fed into that and lost track of it but I will say <laughs> this, this summer in particular has been a practice in realizing that my business is a tool 
And like really embodying that, that's something that I've been teaching the whole time I've been in business, but I have not necessarily listened to myself. It's been one of those do as I say, not as I do kinds of deals. And being able to truly embody and embrace that concept of, yes, I am still putting in several hours every day on my business, but I've also got probably the best tan in my adult life this this summer, right? Like sitting outside, doing work outside, reading outside, um, really putting an emphasis on the life part and not, I will not say that I've relegated my business to the back burner because I haven't. I've put it in its proper place for me for this season of my life where it is a tool that is supporting what I want. It is a tool that it's helping me have the influence and the impact that I want. And also, you know, I spent this weekend kayaking. I spent hours outside in nature with my husband, with my dogs. I make it a priority to walk them, you know, twice a day, as many days a week as I can. And uh, for any, any, big fantasy nerds out there. I am in book seven of 14 of the Wheel of Time series. I highly, highly recommend for anyone who's into fantasy fiction. Like I am in no way affiliated with them. I don't get money for this or anything. I just really love that book series. <laughs> I found them earlier this year and I'm in love with it. Um, and my, the, my biggest reason for including this lesson is there's so much to do, especially when you're starting out in business. There's a lot of the, the foundational pieces. There's a lot of the work, right? Building a, building a platform, getting on social media, getting in a marketing plan. There's a lot of trial and error that takes time, that just straight up takes time to figure out that it's really easy to allow it to overrun your life. But none of us are just building businesses for the sake of businesses. We're building them for the impact, the influence, and yeah, the income that they can bring. But remember, you're not working for the business, right? The business is working for you. And that business, <laughs> is is not gonna love you back. So take time for yourself. Take time for the important relationships in your life and take time for fun. Like you need fun in your life. Figure out what you like to do. As much of the experimentation that you're doing with your business as far as like marketing strategies or outreach or engagement or visibility or anything like that, take time and also figure out like what in the hell do you like to do? There is so much conditioning around productivity, around professionalism, around what it means to be a quote unquote successful entrepreneur. But going back to the first lesson here of you get to decide what your business looks like and you are the only one who gets to decide what your business looks like, you also get to decide what your life looks like. And it's your responsibility to make sure that your life is full and fulfilling and not centered solely on your business. The next big lesson I want to share with you is 
Confidence is king. The strategies and the affirmations and the mindset work is all necessary. It's all helpful. It's all beneficial. But if you don't have confidence in yourself, if you don't have that belief that what you are doing is important, that who you are, what you are is important just because you are, the rest of it doesn't matter. The single most important piece to your business, to your success, is belief in yourself. There is, and again, now I've been a confident person pretty much my whole life. Definitely, you know, had some times because I'm human where I, I wasn't super confident, where I was not acting like myself, where I had put on this kind of mask or this facade of, who I thought I had to be. And it's really in the last, honestly, probably seven, eight months, eight months to a year that I have stepped more firmly into a position of, I don't really give a shit if you don't like me because I like me. And playing around with who I am and really figuring out who is Chrissy, stripping away all of the conditioning and there's still stuff to work on, but stripping away the deep conditioning from family, from society, from generations that have come before and really just like, getting really comfortable with knowing that I am always going to be changing. And therefore, my business, which is a personal brand, is always going to be changing. And that that's perfect. And part of, for me, I I am not a super polished person, right? Like I can be, I did that for a long time when I worked in hotels. But I, I, I'm messy, I'm human, I, I'm loud, I, I cuss, I don't always have the right word, I make a lot of weird sounds. So that's how I show up. That's how I show up on this podcast, that's how I show up on my Instagram platform, that's how I show up because that's who I am. And when I show up extremely polished and put together and very prim and proper, like that's a facade, right? I... <laughs> Now, there's always different degrees. How I present in workshops can vary depending on the audience and how I want to show up there. But you have to have the belief in yourself. You have to have the confidence in yourself to be yourself. And some of that is really messy work. It's unbecoming what society, what family, what whatever sect you want to call it, has told you you have to be or you should be or you are to really become your authentic self, to really 
you, <laughs> you're taking off the muck, right? You're taking off all this stuff that isn't you to reveal this glowing orb of power, magic, and wisdom that is. And someone somewhere is going to hate that. Someone somewhere is going to judge you for it. And that's fine. That's on them. That's not on you. That's their responsibility. That has nothing to do with you. And it's not your responsibility. And it's not yours to worry about or take care of or fucking give a shit about. And that takes confidence. That takes belief in yourself. That it's not about other people. It's not about, you know, making sure you don't have trolls online or making sure that you are defensive around them or pro. No, no. You're here to shine your light in this world and help other people shine theirs. I'm a firm, staunch believer that more so than being a business strategy coach or business, being a confidence coach or an authenticity coach, I am a role model. My, <laughs> those are all ways that I get to be a role model, that I get to help people. But at the end of the day, my job is to shine as brightly as I can shine and have other people know that they can do the same. To be a role model of shininess, <laughs> to help other people know and believe in themselves to be just as shiny, right? To be as shiny as they want to be, to be as whatever they want to be. And when you have that belief in yourself, when you have that confidence, when you know that business is just business, that the people who are not your people don't matter, that the opinions of people who are not your fucking people don't matter to shits, it's liberating. And not just it takes the stress off or peace of mind. It is fucking liberating. It is a different level of, okay, I can do this. Okay, I've got this. And if you're listening to this going, well, shit, good for you. I'm not that confident. I say this to show you that it's possible. That even if you have not been a confident person your whole life, even if you have had so many struggles with confidence that you barely believe in yourself, that you have an idea and you aren't, you know, aren't able to work through it because you just don't have that trust in yourself. I see you and I'm telling you that you can do it. That all it takes is the speck of a possible, maybe somewhere belief, idea-ish, that you can do it. It takes a speck to blow up into something with, with practice. You do have to practice it with practice, with deliberate intentional choice 
and deliberate intentional action, it's possible. And the strategies will help, right? The strategies can help and the mindset shifts can help and the inner work can help and that that spirituality, if you, if you are so inclined, can help. But none of that matters if you don't believe in yourself. And I could talk, I could talk about all of these for hours. And I have one more I want to share with you all today. So I'm not going to keep going down this rant. But if you are struggling with confidence, reach out to me. If you're struggling with any of this, reach out, right? Always, you guys know this. You can connect through my website. You can send me or connect on Instagram. But particularly if you are struggling with confidence, because this is the bedrock of your business, of your life, let's be real, reach out to me. There is so much to unpack when it comes to confidence, so much deconditioning of old self-sabotaging behavior, limiting beliefs, those fears, those things that are not ours, that come from somewhere else, someone else, reach out to me. Because this will be the thing that even if you, you know, realize that you're the CEO and you have a support system and you know that business is not your life, if you don't have that confidence, it's not gonna matter in the long run. So I encourage you to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself a little bit. And then believe in yourself a little bit more each day. Even if it's one speck, one tiny little, like you think that there's dust over there, that's just your speck of belief in yourself. And then tomorrow it's two specks. And then in three weeks, it's 21 specs and it like actually kind of looks like there might be something there. And it's not just like the flurry in your eyes, right? Believe in yourself because that is going to be the thing that sees you through more so than anything else in the world is going to. And then... Not the final lesson, because like I said, I could go on for hours talking about the lessons, but the final one I'm going to share today is the need to celebrate all of it. <laughs> the need to celebrate all of it. And I am specifically shouting out my very first mentor, Sierra. I talked about her already with the astrology reading. Um... She, wow, we had so many conversations of like, Chrissy, you just need to fucking celebrate. What What are you celebrating this month? Well, I didn't hit my goals. I'm not celebrating anything. But what have you learned, right? Celebrate all of it. Don't just celebrate the stuff that you would share on Instagram or Facebook or with your email list. Don't celebrate only the income goals or the goals that you hit or the new clients or the new offers or the launches or things like that. Celebrate that too. Like go for it. Yeah, yeah. But also celebrate the rest of it. Celebrate the launch that flopped. What did you learn out of that? Celebrate the fact that this new Canva graphic took you five minutes less to create than the last one. 
that's you getting better. That's you getting more comfortable with the platform or the software or the whatever. Celebrate the mindset shifts. Celebrate the investments you've made in yourself, whether it's time, energy, or money. Celebrate when you build a boundary, when you uphold that boundary, when you maintain it. Celebrate the messy, awkward, uncomfortable conversation that before you would have avoided. Celebrate getting up and showing up. Celebrate that you have one extra follower today. Celebrate that you had one DM today. Celebrate that you had three more people sign up for your email list today. Celebrate all of it. In a similar vein to the idea of don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff, right? We, we've heard that saying. Celebrate all the big stuff because it's all big stuff. The fact that you went live for the first time, even if it was 30 seconds, celebrate that. That is a breakthrough. That is you growing. That is you believing in yourself more. That is you putting yourself out there. If you asked someone for support that you've not reached out to before, celebrate that. That's you believing in your own worth of being supported, right? Celebrate all of it. Don't celebrate the shiny. Don't, ju don't just celebrate the shiny. Don't just celebrate those Instagrammable goals of $5,000 months or 5K months or consistent. No, that stuff's important. Celebrate it. <laughs> But also celebrate the other stuff. Celebrate the fact that you only worked eight hours today instead of 10. Or that you reached out to a virtual assistant to take the slack and to help you build something. That you decided not to run an offer that no longer feels good. That you decided to streamline your appointment book by getting some kind of platform integration or whatever. Celebrate all of it. And don't just celebrate the business stuff. As we know, entrepreneurship is an incredibly intense personal development journey. Stuff is going to come up in the rest of your life Celebrate it. Even in, as a business owner, right? Like you have so many responsibilities. Does that mean that you're putting boundaries in place on your personal life? Does that mean that you're no longer having conversations with that friend from high school who's telling you all the things that you're doing wrong? Celebrate everything that you are doing Celebrate the things that you are intentionally not doing. Celebrate all of the things and celebrate yourself. We focus so much on the big goals of the money, the impact, the number of clients, the launches, the followings, the community size, the da da da, -da. Celebrate all of it though. So those are 
five, five of the biggest lessons I've learned the past couple of years in business. I hope that you have learned something that this has provided some source of camaraderie, that you are not alone, that you're not crazy, that you're not the only one experiencing these things, and also a sense that it gets easier. I, I am only two years in business. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing this my whole life, and I also know that I am still a newbie, right? There are things that are changing all the time, and there are things that I am learning every day but it gets better. Having a support system, believing in yourself, all of the things that I talked about today are really important to enjoying it, just straight up enjoying it and being excited about the thing that you're creating. So as always, if you've got any questions or comments, I would love a review. Share this with all of your friends, your loved ones, your biz besties, your soul sisters, everybody else. Reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a message through my website. And truly, honestly, anything you got, send it my way, especially if you are struggling with confidence. That is something uh, near and dear to my heart that I am working on some very cool offerings coming out soon. But in the meantime, hit me up. I can't wait to hear from you all, and I hope, I hope this helped. I hope uh, you got something out of this. And again, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for helping me realize my dreams and just letting me be a part of your world. I will catch you next time. Alrighty, so there we have it for this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It has been my pleasure being here with you today. If you've got any questions of any sort, go ahead and find me on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger or submit a form through my website, chrissymellinger.com, and I will get back to you personally. Otherwise, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe, follow, and submit a review so I can make sure that the good stuff keeps on coming. Can't wait to be back with you next week. Enjoy your day.